0: Welcome to Success Leaves Clues Podcast, where I find regular people doing extraordinary and phenomenal things in corporate America and entrepreneurship. Of course, I'm your host, Dr. K. I have with me today, Dion Campbell, also known as King
1: Legend of Five Time, right? Five? You got five five podcast
0: awards, man. Amazing. Um, Y'all may not recognize him but y'all are definitely going to recognize the voice i'm glad to have him on today uh go ahead and introduce yourself
2: bro. well i appreciate that uh dr k this is king legend 757 uh i'm a podcast host my podcast is on iHeartRadio. probably know it as king legend talks yeah um on my podcast i interview celebrities and influencers from all walks of life about their journey to success and hope that we inspire other people to follow their dream. Um, I find that it's a lot easier for people to look at the success that people have. Like, they see the materialistic thing. Mm-hmm. They see the cars. They see the house. But they yeah. don't understand the journey, the hard work that was put in to achieve that success. And so on my show, that's what we do. We try to put light on that journey because, you see, the journey is where people can relate. Um to that right. destination. You know, people want to get there, but we all start from somewhere. And um, I like to bring to the people on my show that, that have humble beginnings because, you see, when you see somebody else with a humble start, it's less room for you to make an excuse um about why you can't do something. And so the the final effect of that is people feel inspired. You know, they're motivated. And so um, that's what I like to talk One about. One thing I've
0: day. noticed is it's a lot easier to get to a place of success when you've seen somebody else do it, right? When you've seen somebody else that's, that's paved that way, because before that, you know, it's kind of nebulous, right? You you just, right. you, do, you don't know how possible that really is. So I thank you for, you know, having a platform that really does that for people, you know, and, and shows them something like that. Uh, what What inspired you to, to get to a level of success and pursue your dreams?
2: Man, that's funny because, I was just thinking about this earlier, like, uh, two days ago, passion, bro, passion, Passion. Um, find out what you're passionate about. Um, you know, recently I've discovered that your passion can change. Um, sometimes you're passionate about things for a season. For an example, um, before the pandemic happened, I was strictly photography, bro, photography and video. That's what I was known for in my area, my city. Um, I was taking pictures of like yeah. every event. You know, my last concert was debate. Gunner, Pop Smoke, you know. Wait, you was was filming concerts? Photos and videos. Wow. So, yeah, that's where my passion was. Yeah. And then I caught COVID. And so, once I caught COVID, uh, the situation changed. I ended up in the hospital, 12 days on a ventilator, fighting for my life. And then, you know, your mind, you start to think about things like uh, stuff you didn't do yet, you know. And... Mm -hmm. I've always been a creative individual. I've always wanted to stay busy. My mind is always thinking. So when I first got home, I'm going to skip past the hospital part. When I first got home, I was like, yo, I can't pick up my camera anymore because I ended up with nerve damage to my right arm. And Wait, what I had nerve what? damage to my right arm from catching oh. COVID. Um, And it was a, a long recovery process, a lot of physical therapy. But in that process, I was like, I got to stay busy. I can't beat myself up and be like, all right, I can't do this anymore. I got to figure out what I can do. You know, Uh, and then that's where the podcast was going. And it's so funny because I was just having a conversation out the complete blue with uh, Kim Reeves on Instagram Live. And our conversation was so powerful. You know, he runs the uh, Fit Shop and he's like a um, fitness trainer. He's a personal trainer. But I was talking to him and our conversation was so inspiring. You know, I was like, I got to do that again. And then (laughs) that's that's when the podcast was born. You know, it was like. So that was like your
0: first, that was your first episode or that was unintentional?
2: That wasn't even an episode. It was just a general conversation on IG Live with somebody. Yeah. Um, And like I said, I know him. He's from the area whatever. But that was the format that was born
1: from that conversation. Let, let me ask you about um, your experience with COVID because I had COVID
0: um, just recently. I had it in December, so mm-hmm. I went, you know, almost two years without getting it. And I guess, I guess, COVID's on a mission to get everybody right at some time.
1: Sound like, but, it, yeah.
0: But how 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 was it? Because it hit you pretty hard. I mean, I saw it on the news, and mm-hmm. and you were in the hospital. You know,
2: yeah, it, COVID covid hit me off guard um yep. i think that's the scary thing about covid is that a lot of people can have it carry it but it affects everyone different brother you know yep. i'm not gonna be the one to get up here and be like hey you get covid you gonna die like no <laughs> it affects everybody different i knew about seven people that had covid at the time i had it out of the seven two of us was hospitalized um, okay. you know, and this all at the same time, you know, I'm not talking months apart, I'm talking the same mm. window. Mm. Um, it's very contagious. Um, and so in my situation, I just happened to catch it very bad. Um, you know, what's funny about it is that, you know, you don't know what it feels like to die. Okay. So like, there's no class or course or lesson. lessons going to be like, all right, so when you die, this is what it feels like, you know, it doesn't work that way. Right. So, <laughs> when I was in the hospital, I'm trying to process everything. And then the doctor's telling me, uh, Mr. Campbell, uh, we've done pretty much everything we can do. The only thing us left to try is to put you on a ventilator. And I'm thinking in my mind, like, what do you mean, like, put me on a ventilator? Am I dying? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's pretty much telling me, like, yeah, if you go back home right now, you're, you're not going to make it. That's what he was telling me. And so my mind trying to be, you know, trying to process everything. I'm like, I'm literally talking to myself like, this is what it feels like to die. I'm I'm dying right now. Man. <laughs> it was really crazy, man. So um, it's so were, funny. But go ahead.
0: Was you in one of those situations where you couldn't have visitors? Were, was your wife, your family, were they able
2: to uh, to be there? I you? was, a, I'm an OG, <laughs> original. Oh man. <laughs> back when I caught it, uh it was a rumor. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like mass wasn't even a standard back then. It was this wasn't even in the conversation back then. Um when I caught COVID. So matter of fact, when I first caught it, when I say when I first caught it, when I first realized I was sick, I was turned away by the hospitals. They're like, you're not sick enough. Um and you're young pretty much, oh, yeah. and they are like you're get over yeah. it.
0: Yeah, because uh, at that time, they were looking for everybody to be, like, over 50, over 60. They right. said those were the critical, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So they didn't want to waste tests on people back then. Uh, so imagine being turned away and then showing back up, like, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but that's
1: how so that's all it was for me.
0: I, I got a question for you because I'm looking at the inspiration that you have, right? And you're, you're saying you shifted from the videography and photography mm-hmm. into... The podcasting, and, and you know, COVID kind of inspired that, or at least put something in your mind. Like, look, I want to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. But you had to be an inspiring and motivated motivated person prior to that, right? Because you didn't even do, you know, the shows, the the videography and stuff like that. So, what inspired you before that?
2: Before that, I was thinking long term, brother. <laughs> okay, I was thinking long term. I have a whole life ahead of me. You know, uh, you don't get a a wake-up call until you're in that kind of situation. You know, um, you hear about people dying around you and things of that nature, but it doesn't hit home until it hits home and it's knocking at your door. Um, So before COVID, I got to say, and I'm being honest, I was focused on uh, being the richest guy out here, you know, being super successful, uh, the Rolls Royces, the mansions, and the materialistic things. Were my values, you know, uh, before that? Then, once that wake-up call happened, I realized, like, you know, people tell you tomorrow's not promised, but you really realize how uh, ruthless death is. Like, it's no particular person that death is like, okay, I'm not going to mess with this one. I'm not going to mess with that one. Oh, you're a kid. You're, you know, you're under 21 years old or... You're old, or you're a baby. There's no exception. Duff does not care. Um, So that's when I started to shift my mindset. And you can still be successful, but you got to have that mindset that isn't all about the materialistic part. It's about helping others. And so that's where the shift came. It was less selfish. It was less about me. It was Man. more about others. And so that's what happened.
0: So what type of things are you focused on for others? Are you talking about others as far as community or, or your family?
1: I'm
2: talking about building other people, like character, building character. Okay. Um, the stuff, the life values that the world is missing right now, man. The world is messed up, brother. Yeah. Like it's it, It's almost scary because, you see, when you study patterns, you can kind of foreshadow what's to happen, right? Yeah. So if you look at the pattern of behaviors that's going on in society today, what do you think is going to happen 10, 20 years from now if we keep up this this rate we're going with even social media and the way people are entertained nowadays?
0: Yeah, it's almost a, it's a form of self-destruction.
2: Right. And so if yeah. we're on that journey, we're on that path, we someone has to, you know, reset or we're going to get there quicker than we want to.
1: Yeah, so but how, how do we do that with
0: social media? Right, it, um, the technology that we have is not going anywhere, right? So do, do you have any ideas or concepts on how we would shift to to integrate the principles that we need to integrate, but still do it with with technology and social media?
2: It's just like you're doing right here, my brother. You're using <laughs> it to encourage other and inspire. That's what we have to do, right? Imagine if we had control over the content that you see on social media, just like the way, um, they do it. They filter what you see on Instagram. The algorithm is based on your likes, what you engage yeah. with, yeah. you know, um, when you're only engaging with certain types of videos, that's all you're going to see. So if people are entertained by those types of videos that are, you know, probably not the best videos to watch, guess what's going to happen. That's all they're going to see on a daily basis. Every time they're scrolling the gram, and yeah, what happens it's, is
1: it's,
0: it's like going in your kitchen every day and only eating junk food, right, right. You're not getting any nourishment
2: exactly, there's no so. balance there, it's not, yeah. and so um, people are glued to their phones, and then in the real life, they don't know how to act anymore, you know, um, everything is so backward, it's phone first in person conversation, you know, if I get to it
1: <laughs> so. You um you made this you made this
2: shift, and then you had
0: you set out on a mission and said, "Look, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a podcaster, but I'm not only gonna have a podcast. I'm gonna have the greatest podcast. I'm gonna deliver something to the community." And you you didn't only do that, but you did it at the highest level. You're already an award winning show, um, you know, tons of accolades, tons of followers, and. What can I say, man? You you just set out to do it and you did it. So what did that for you? Like what 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 in your mind said, look, I'm not only gonna do it halfway, because so many things like you said, you can make a shift, right? I'm doing yeah. photography, and some people might say,
2: I'm gonna try podcasting, but mm-hmm. you didn't do that. It's all about passion, brother. Once you yeah. figure out what your passion is, it will fuel you to heights you didn't even think you could reach, you know. Um When you're tired, you don't feel tired. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're, when it's four o'clock in the morning and everybody is asleep, you can't sleep. And it's not because you don't want to sleep. It's because you're so focused on making that whatever passion is a reality. Um, Passion, to me, is being able to do whatever it takes, is wanting to do whatever it takes to secure whatever it is you're emotionally attached to um so when you have a passion whether it be a person whether it be a place or a thing when you're emotionally attached to it you do everything in your power everything in your being to secure it and make sure it's good and so if you're passionate about podcasting you're going to do everything possible to make sure your podcast is successful you're going to study other podcasts you're going to reach out to other people and network and build you're going to learn from your mistakes on a daily basis. You're going to take your interviews and you're going to watch them. And then you're going to ask yourself at the end, was I entertained? Did I learn something? It's not just for other people. It's for you. And so that's the the secret sauce for me. (laughs) When I'm interviewing people, I want to be just as interested as the audience. You're right. When I'm interviewing somebody, I want to be able to talk to this person and learn something. Because, you see, learning from other people's experiences is the smartest thing you can do. You know, um, when I was younger, in middle school, I had a teacher in an after-school program. He challenged us. He said, what's the difference between a smart man and a wise man? You know, and the whole class was puzzled. And he was like, if you guys can tell me what's the difference between a smart man and a wise man, free movie tickets for everybody. So I went home and I was focused. I was like, what's the difference? I was like, a smart man, that's smart. Like everybody wants to be smart. smart yeah. You know, and then a wise man, that's good. You know, that means you're, you're making good choices. So what's the difference between the two? I think I'm looking at it like they're on the same level. They're not. And I got back to school and he's like, anybody got the answer? Nobody had the answer. And he yeah. was like, I want to tell you. He said, a smart man learns from his own mistakes. But a wise man learns from the mistakes of others so he doesn't have to make those mistakes. That's how you get ahead. So the goal is to not be perfect but the goal is to learn as much as you possibly can from others because Mm -hmm. they've already did the work and made the mistakes for you. If you just take the, the time to study and you will learn the mistakes they made you're good. You just have to keep learning. Every day you can learn from somebody.
0: Yeah, I like, I like the way you engulf yourself in your craft and you become, like you said, a student. You're yeah. constantly learning, you know, even from yourself. Like, you, you have a podcast, and the mission of that podcast is to help and grow other people. But yeah. in and within that, you're learning. E- even every episode you do, you're learning from that person you're interviewing, and you're also right. learning about yourself too. So even though it's altruistic and you're, you're doing this for the community, it's kind of selfish as well because it's like, this gives me an opportunity to become a better version of me.
2: Right. It gives me the opportunity to pick your brain. Yeah. When when you're in a room, you know how they say you are who you hang around? Yeah. If you want to be successful, hang around successful people, successful minds.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, being a podcast host and control of your own platform, you have the opportunity to really get serious in your laboratory you get the opportunity to really study the special guests that you bring on your platform. And when yeah. I say study, I'm not talking about being focused on their success. I'm talking about focusing on the process, brother. The wow. blueprint. You yeah. know what I mean? The blueprint, these people are willing to share with you because they made it. Yeah. You know, a lot of the people that really made it and are genuinely in a place where they're happy with themselves, they want to see other people win because they didn't made all the money already. They didn't, they didn't in their life, in their mind, they're happy. They're satisfied with what they have. So now yeah. they're at the place, if depending on who you talk to, they're at the place when they want to lift other people up. And if you can do that from a position where there's no competition involved, mm-hmm. like I'm not trying to compete against you. I'm not trying to outshine you, but I'm yeah. genuinely trying to download the information that you are willing to share with me. Man, that's a beautiful place. It is. It
0: is. So, what type of people have you been learning from since you've you've had your? I'm sure you learn from every guest,
2: but yeah. What what's a couple um, key people? See, man, it's funny because the people I learn from, <laughs> even the people you don't even think. <laughs> so, I have like entrepreneurs come on the show, multimillionaires come on the show. Yeah. Um, of course, I have celebrities come on the show, but the diamonds in the rough for me are always the the multi-millionaires where they may not be super famous, yeah. but they're successful on a level where you wouldn't even know it unless you really did your research. Um, and, and for an example, I always look at all the entrepreneurs I've had on my show. I have a, I'm have in a position now where I'm able to look at the the similarities between the, each one of them. And the one trait that is consistent with almost every successful person I've ever had on my platform is that they manifest what they achieve. You mm-hmm. know, um, right. anything, any amount of success, everyone I've had on my show will tell you that they saw it first and they called it into existence. Yeah. Um, and I get extremely uh inspired when I'm talking to multi-millionaire entrepreneurs that's willing to share games. Because, you know, for an example, I was talking to Alonzo uh, elmore, and okay. he's a professional fitness trainer. He He's a fitness trainer to celebrities and, and also billionaires. And I was asking him about his process. And he was telling me when he first started getting to the fitness um, arena, he was like, I don't want to just be a personal trainer. I want to train the celebrities. I want to train the, the top tier. You know, I want to train the Kobe Bryant's and, you know, the billionaires out there. And okay. we discussed his process and he was telling me how in his gym there was like this, uh, kind of like the top trainer of the month kind of thing. Yeah. And he would write his name on the top of the list every month. Whenever the, they printed it, he would write out the person's name that was already up there and he wrote his name in there. And He did that every month until he was the top name on that list. And when he became the top name on the list, it was so funny he didn't have to write it out anymore because it was really there. Ah, oh. you get that? So like yeah. the the techniques he used to trick his mind into already believing it, so it was bound to happen because in his mind it already happened. Yeah, and that's just one of many examples of game that people share with me on the show.
0: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, in manifestation, right? So I've, yeah. I've heard people say that it's a myth. It, it can't happen. And yeah. I feel they're looking at it from a perspective of like hocus pocus. Like, I, you know, I, I want uh, a, a stack of gold and it's going to drop down right here. But right. that's not really what we're saying when we talk about manifestation, at least not to me. Mm-hmm. And, and so when I look at that, I'm saying when you're manifesting you're getting the roadblocks out of your mind once you're telling your mind that they can do something it now believes that it's possible and then they can start doing it's like what you were mentioning just a few minutes ago about an example about setting an example so once i've seen that somebody can achieve something or be at a certain level Mm -hmm. to me now it's possible
2: right that's that's exactly right you know uh that's why I do what I do on the show because it's about inspiring others. So once you see that, yeah. you like, Hey, if this person can do it, I know I can do it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? And not to say that you, you, we all hold ourselves to a certain standard yeah. and sometimes we're our own worst critic. We yeah. tell ourselves what we can't do all the time. I can't do that or nah, not today. But when you really got your mind on go mode, Yeah, and you're constantly achieving things that you're planning, then you're going to feel unstoppable. And you see, what I've realized over the years, even in business, the number one mistake people make is that they want, but they don't plan. So it's like, you can want whatever you want, but if you don't have it mapped out how you're going to get there, then what are you doing? You're wasting time. Um, and you don't have a lot of time to mess around with, so you need to draw it out on the drawing board. You need to actually put it out on paper, plan, execute, and repeat. That's what you have to do on a daily basis.
0: Absolutely. I, I think we all deal with, at some point in, in time, negative self-thought, you know, or, or some delimiting belief. Mm-hmm. How, how do you get around those things? And how do you pull yourself out of those ruts?
2: Me personally? I've yeah, yeah. always known God has always had my back. So there's a level of faith there for me where oh. I feel invincible. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you on this podcast. As you should. I feel invincible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, there is no bottom. Okay, though. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, don't matter if I fall, I know I'm going to get picked back up. There is no, this is over. This is it. Not until my father tells me that's it. So, for me, personally speaking, I'm a huge believer. So, when it comes to my faith, I don't see the world to say, okay, like, I, I feel bad for people that don't have it, because then I will feel like my back is against the wall.
0: Hey, brother, but, don't feel bad. Favorite <laughs> ain't <anybody's>
1: fair.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, like, when, if my my back was so-called against the wall, yeah. I know what team I'm on. You get okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're undefeated right now. Like I can speak with so much confidence yeah. because I know I'm on a winning team. And so like having faith is huge. That's about I say that's ninety five percent of it. Be real okay. with you. Ninety five percent of all success is having faith. And speaking on this, I'm okay. you okay if I be real with you one hundred percent? I wouldn't expect nothing less from the team. <laughs> Love it, love it be real with you one hundred percent, so yeah, when you have faith and you truly trust God for things in your life, you know we can call a manifestation or whatever you want to call it. it sounds good, but it's really the same thing. It's the blueprint that God already laid out for you we we call it manifestation, but God calls it faith mm-hmm. um, so if you truly have faith in God for something and it's truly a good thing and it's not coming from a selfish Perspective, God will give it to you because He knows you're already planning on blessing somebody with that gift. So it's Uh, it's like an example. Some people are just naturally born talented, right? Some people can just sing. Some people are just great athletes. And it's like, man, you're lucky. Like, no, God knows that that person is going to use that to bless somebody else. When you're when you have a gift from God, it's not for you. It's for others. You're supposed to share that gift for others. Help them when you're a singer and you can sing your heart out and you're talking about your pain. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about your pain, but your pain is gonna help somebody else get through that breakthrough. Your pain is gonna help somebody else see the light at the end of the tunnel when they thought there was no light. Your pain. It's going to help somebody else know that there is a God that can pull me out of this situation because you're still here talking to me about it. So when I tell you my faith is on 1000, (laughs) that I can laugh about a lot of things because I know what team I'm on. You know, I'm very confident. I'm very secure in in what I believe in. I'm excited. I'm happy, brother. I'm really happy.
0: It should, man, and it shows. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you, you speak on that with conviction, man, because, um, it, like you said about the whole social media stuff, we're, we're in a day and age where, um, a lot of people hide behind their faith, right? And everything's about the universe right now, and everything's about, you know, things just so happening, yeah. and we're talking about the creator of that universe. Come you know? on, so man. I'm not, I'm not worried about what's going on in this universe, right. but you were, you were touching about the team that you're on, and and your father, and and the things that you're blessed with, the gifts and talents. Mm-hmm. And I look at that because in the natural, you're a father. I'm a father. And is there anything that you would not want your kids to have? You want them to have the best. You want them to have the greatest, right?
2: I was about to say I don't want them to have social media.
0: <laughs> well, well, okay. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying like i I'm, I'm, I'm saying from a perspective of like.
2: No, not at all. I well, want to take care of them and give them the very best. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: when
0: when when my kids come to me, if there's something that I can't give them, I'm trying to find a way that I can make it possible for them. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was just taking from, from what you
2: were saying. It's like, man. Absolutely. And you see, you want- when you know your position, yeah. and you know, when I say you know what team you're on, I'm saying when you really understand who's the coach, and you really understand who's in charge of your life, Mm -hmm. then you don't need to worry. You got to understand that I've learned that some pain you go through, it's not even for you. It's for somebody else. You might be going through some pain. You might be going through some struggle in your life. And that struggle in your life is going to be a testimony for somebody else one day. And so when you're in a situation yeah. You might you might, you might be in a situation you're about to lose your house. Whenever your faith is challenged, when you're in that situation where your faith is being challenged, and you make it through, you're standing tall, what's going to happen? The only thing that's going to happen is that your faith is going to grow 10 times stronger. And that means you're going to be wow. able to walk on water. Okay?
1: Okay. <laughs> that's okay. the best way
2: I can put it. You're going to be yeah. able to walk on water. And so um, I think that's very important and I don't ever want to take credit for anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't ever want to make okay. it like.
3: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite.
1: Oh,
2: I'm just some successful person that uh, made it happen. I made it out the mud. That's the new word. I made it out the mud. I'm self-made. Listen, I ain't making myself. It took two people and a creator. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. so I
2: ain't make myself. I ain't gonna sit here and act like I'm just some perfect individual. Yeah, Man, I got it all on my on my own. Somebody helped you, bro. that, is, that irritates me so Everybody. much. That irritates me so much because it's so many people screaming, I'm self made. That's like the the trend. You know, everyone wants to be their own boss. I wanna be yeah. self-made. Um, and to me. It's like not being realistic, brother. Somebody helped you. Yep. You know, even the people that hurt you, help you, mm-hmm. because you learn from what you don't like. You learn yeah. about what you want to accept. Mm-hmm. So they're still helping you, even if you feel like they shut the door on your face. Because because that door was shut, you had to go find another way. So there are sometimes you're put in a situation where you might feel like. All right, there is no way. There is no. There's no getting over this. Yeah. But it forces you to do other things. Like COVID forced me to change my whole focus, my and perspective on life. It forced me to the to get creative, think outside of the box, start a podcast. I wouldn't have started a podcast if I hadn't yeah. caught COVID. I wouldn't have caught, started a podcast if I hadn't been in the hospital on a ventilator for 12 days and have yeah, to so come now, out now that and figure your out
0: testimony becomes something that you went through that now right. you're helping
2: so, so many other people right so that pain for me was for me but the end result is the testimony for others you know yeah. what I'm saying like yeah. just imagine I'm almost and it might sound crazy and this is why a lot of people don't understand people of faith right because they look at y'all like, y'all are crazy, man. <laughs> you almost died and you want to thank God. <laughs> you is crazy. Like, no, you, you missed the whole message. I'm not thanking them because I almost died. I'm thanking them for what I learned in that process. Mm-hmm. I'm thanking them for what it's going to be able to do. It was building me up so I yeah. can truly help somebody else out. You see, there are certain things that you're exposed to yeah. that make other people just listen. And so what I mean by that is, for people, here's an example. If you're in the streets, right, you're a thugged-out gangster. Every single day of your life has been nothing but murder, murder, murder. Somebody walks through and try to encourage you to change your life and be better. Yeah. And they want to inspire you and they want to motivate you. But they had a silver spoon their whole life. They ain't Not never related. been through no obstruction. Yeah. But yeah, so they never been through nothing. Mm-hmm. that person ain't for you. But that person that just did that 20-year sentence was just locked up and got out, and he's trying to change for the better, now you'll listen to him. So, I know it might sound harsh, but God knows best. And if he could just save one, that's all that matters. Yeah. You know, um, that's the end result. That's the end game. Um, You know how, like, the Avengers, that's the end game. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, it's all part of the puzzle and you playing your position regardless of what situation you go in. So just know there's always a challenge. It's always a challenge. Expect them, accept them, embrace them Ooh, because when yeah. you get through, uh-huh. you're going to be able to look and say another one. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, the, the more you
0: go through those tests, right? And, and come out of them on the other side, on the up. Right. It just, like you said, it builds your faith. And it, it helps you the next time you're going to go through something because you start to think like, OK, I'm approaching this situation a lot differently now. Right. If yeah. I have an economic downturn, if I have somebody in my family that, you know, we're going through something confrontation, mm-hmm. I know that at the end of this is going to be for the greater good. So you start mm-hmm. going through those challenges a whole lot different.
2: Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, because at the end of the day, you've been there before. You've got experience now. Yeah. You know, um, you were sharp sword at this point. You mm-hmm. ready? You're yeah. a soldier. You're a when, soldier. When you a soldier
0: when you was going through your circumstance with COVID, and I'm not talking about the hardest part of it, because I know you were just struggling for life at that point. Mm-hmm. But it was you're still going through it, but you're coming out of the hospital and things like that. At that point, was you already thinking, Hey, this is gonna work in my good, or what was kind of going through your mind at that time?
2: Man, it's a mental struggle every day yeah see part of being real is keeping it all the way real yeah. so when you go on through certain things where you're in those tests and you're in those trials and those tribulations you have to remember it's a test if a test was easy then there's nothing being tested a test has to be something that you have to overcome it has to yeah. be a breakthrough you know um these type of tests that god gives you ain't the type of test um that he didn't already know you wasn't gonna make it and see that's the thing. That's the thing, he knows you're gonna make it. Yeah, so a lot of people get it twisted. They okay. think, Oh, why would he do this to me? Because he know you're gonna make it, he know you're ready, but you have to believe it. And then the moment you do, that's when you get through. You see, yeah. it's all about faith from from the first moment that you were going through the hardship, it was all about your faith. Because, and then people be like, Well, why would he test me? Why me? Because. He knows he's building you ready. He's getting you up. Absolutely. He needs to get you ready for the next one, so that way you can help somebody yeah. else. You can be you can be that that soldier. You know, in, in school, it's that bully. And let's just say somebody is getting bullied. You you don't like this bully, and you don't like the way he's treating other people. It's always that one person that challenges that bully in school. It's always yeah. that one person that knows the bully is messing on. Someone that ain't even in his weight class. Yeah. Pick on somebody your own size. size. Pick me. Yeah. You know, but it takes God to put that person in that position sometimes to say, pick me. You want to sit here and mess with somebody else that's vulnerable, that really can't hold their own right now. God is preparing you to help somebody else. Yeah. And he won't put more on you than you can bear, right? Not at all. That's what I mean when I say he knows you're going to make it. He knows already. You don't, but he
1: does. You know, um, and that's what's important.
2: So so tell me where
0: we're headed you, in your career. Like, you, you make it through COVID. You have this mental shift. And you say, look, I've got another passion. And I've got yeah. something else that I want to do. And I want to give back to, to the community in a different way. And I'm just going to assume, but more than likely, your experience with photography and videography is still fueling and helping your podcast because... Mm. I have none of that experience, and I have to learn this stuff and try to be my own videographer,
2: but that's enough. story. You're doing good, by the way, brother. Appreciate you're, it. You're Appreciate doing good. I, I love it. When I was scrolling your page, I said, he got it together. He's definitely professional with it, and that's what it's about, man. Sometimes you have to be professional before you even learn what it is. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes you have to set yourself up. You got to put yourself in that position. Sometimes you got to put the suit on, and you ain't got the job. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So when you got yourself together and you put yourself in position to at least look the part, Uh guess what's going to happen? You're going to start playing the part. But -hmm. you got to look the part first. You got to. It's not going to just happen. If you show up to an interview for a job and you don't look like you are ready for an interview and get hired, you're not going to get hired. So if you want to be in a position or wherever you set your mind to, wherever your goals is at, Put yourself there already now. Yeah. And then you'll realize that you're going to attract the type of people that's used to you. And you don't even know it. they already used to you. Because okay. you're already playing a part. You already look the position. Yeah. Um, and that's so big, brother. When I tell you that is huge because a lot of people forget that. You know, it's cool to be learning. It's cool to be grinding and trying to better yourself every day but sometimes you gotta know what it is you want um, yeah. so that way you can know how to get there. Um, that way you can set the correct standards on how to get there because um, a lot of times people don't understand you have to have a certain level of respect for what it is you want to accomplish. You can disrespect yeah. yourself by not putting yourself in that ready position. You know don't what i
1: you can Break it down for yourself.
0: Me. Break it down for me. You can disrespect yourself by, by not, not putting yourself in a ready position. By not putting yourself in a ready position,
1: right?
2: Tell me how that is disrespect, or how you're viewing that as disrespect to yourself. Because you won't want nobody else to disrespect you, but you'll do it to yourself. Meaning, you won't want nobody else to treat you a certain type of way on your podcast. You have a certain expectations, but yet. You have to hold other people to that same standard. You have to follow that same standard. You have to be that example. God, you know, when you want to, when you want to accomplish certain things, it's not going to be easy. It's really not. And so, in those times, you got to at least be realistic and hold yourself accountable. Um, accountability is everything for every situation you're in. You have to hold yourself accountable. If you're not real with yourself, then who are you who are you trying to be real with? I mean, you got to be real with yourself. Self self
0: accountability is a big thing. Do you have anybody in your circle on your team that's your accountability partner? Somebody helps
2: drive my wife. My wife. Okay. My wife. One hundred percent. One hundred percent, brother. She she's on me. I ain't gonna lie. She be on me, and (laughs) she be and she be right. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's one of those things where when someone's not only holding you accountable, but they right, you ain't got no choice but to just agree and move. And make the best out of the situation. Because you know they're right. You know, they're telling you the truth. You know, yeah. and There's people that tell you what you want to hear. And then there's people that's going to tell you what you need to hear. And the people that tell you what you want to hear, they're not trying to help you grow. They're trying to help you stay in the same place. Because yeah. a lot of people that tell you what you want to hear, they honestly don't want you to move.
1: Because, yeah, that's you.
2: <laughs> right. Because if you move, you leave them. You know, a lot of times that happens. some people try their best to keep you on their same level because they don't have the same ambitions and dreams as you.
1: Yeah.
2: And so that's why it's so important to also keep in mind, keep a circle of people that's very ambitious because they ain't got time to talk to you all day. (laughs) Let's just be real. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Hey, 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 brother, how you doing today? You good? Uh, You still working on that? That's awesome, man. Look, yeah. I got to go on a meeting right now, but I promise we get some coffee or something later when we can, man. In the call. you are moving on. But you got other people that's just like, hey, how you doing today? Hey, what we doing this weekend? Uh, I'm working on my dream. How about you? Ooh, man. Uh, hey, uh, you mind if I steal
0: that? Go ahead. I'm going to need that response to people, man. I'm working on my
2: <laughs> dream. How about you? Right. I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. <Yeah. laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it's so it's so important to always be working on your dream, brother, because it ain't going to work on itself for you. And even when I was serious about the photography uh, and just the business structure of everything, one thing I knew, and it's the same thing as today, you create opportunities. You don't wait on them. Yeah. A lot of people is waiting for that one shot. Man, you know how long you're going to be waiting for that shot while there's takers out here? Going out there to get it. Yeah. Imagine imagine trying to get uh, picked for a role and, and you know how in, in certain settings they ask you to raise your hand yeah, if you want to do a certain name and yeah. you're that guy that's waiting on opportunity so you say, I ain't going to raise my hand. I'm going to sit here and wait till they pick on me. What's going to happen? Someone else going to raise their hand, they're going to get picked. The next person going to raise their hand, they're going to get picked. What's going to happen? You're going to be sitting there like, well, ain't no one else. They got to pick me now. No, sorry, the roster is full. You're going to miss your opportunity. So you got to create it sometime. What I mean by creating it, if you got a business, you need to be out there selling your business. Don't wait for the clients to come to you. Don't wait for that. You need to go out there and get your clients. If you're serious about what you're doing, you need to go out there and go to them. Show them why they need your service over the next person. You know, I find that there are some people that are willing to do business with you just based off of your presentation. Oh, okay, like just based off of your professionalism, mm-hmm. you know, they might know somebody else, but the fact that you took the time out your day to really make them like they were a priority, they're willing to give you a chance. But it's because making them
0: feel like they're a priority,
2: right? That's I that feel like right, they're a priority. Yeah, you got to because you need their services. I mean, you need their 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 business, you know, yeah. um at the end of the day. So every customer that's putting money in your pocket should be your priority. Mm-hmm. You know, um just like they say the customer is always right. Yeah. Well, it's kind of the same it's kind of similar, you know, because at the end of the day, you have to appreciate that person. And, you know, that's the mutual agreement. I'm gonna give you the very best services possible. But at the end of the day, on top of the services that I offer you, I want you to be so satisfied that you want to talk about me to your friends okay. you want to refer me to other people because that's going to help my business bro so it's more than just that one-on-one encounter all right we you gave me my money bye it's like no we build that report with one another so that way we can build because growth should always be your your goal you should your always goal. be focusing on growing you don't want to be five years from now in the same position you are today. Right now, yeah. this podcast, it might be where it's at right now, but five years from now, if you remember from day one when I first started, yeah, you get what I'm saying? You're going to yeah. remember the growing pains. You're going to remember what it was like when you felt like nobody was listening but you. And you're okay. going to remember that breakthrough when people started to listen. You're going to remember that milestone when you achieved it. And all of a sudden, people are coming to you saying, Man, I've been a fan since day one. <laughs> uh, stop lying. <laughs> right. You remember. You remember yeah. so much. You know, uh, you don't forget who was there with you when you started at yeah. all. Um, and then you learn about the users. Man, we podcasters, right? We can talk about podcasting, okay? <laughs> can't we? What it's like sometimes, man. Because in, in my situation, what I find is a lot of people that are a lot of, uh clock chases is number one, yeah, there's a lot of people that's only interested in self. they don't care about you, and that's the problem they don't that's the problem we have yeah. to care about each other because that's how we build and grow together yeah. you have to you have to care yeah about other people you know um to make the environment safe because if you don't care, then it's whatever if some if they get ran over by cars, whatever I don't care, yeah. but that wouldn' happen to for, the environment? The
1: for people. And- and then there's right. success too. Exactly. You have to care.
2: Um, and so I find that there's a lot of people that will throw you to the curb the moment you say no. That's Those are the people that don't care about you. Uh, the ones that will throw you to the curb when you say no, do not care about you. That's one of the lessons I learned um, last year, you know, uh, when we're dealing with podcasting. Uh, I, had, I don't even want to say no name. Just say this. Certain situations, Somebody offered me something. I say, okay, all right, I'll do this for you. All right. I did it again one more time. I was like, okay, this person doesn't work for what I got going on. So yeah. I'm not gonna do this one. The whole ceiling came loose. Oh, you think you you think you better than <laughs> me now? Oh, you getting Hollywood. You, you no, but you gotta, you, you gotta have
0: a standard, and that's what you, you were gotta, gotta have a standard with, with you know how you portray yourself. Right. And what you allow to be disrespectful to yourself, right? So
2: you gotta, have, you gotta
1: set a standard.
2: And and people don't always respect your standards. Yeah. And and that's the hard part. Because you got a standard. You don't want to like burn bridges or nothing along the way. Um, but at the end of the day, respect is always gonna be key in any relationship. You gotta respect somebody yeah. else's decision.
1: Um something it, I noticed
0: it, from you um early on is your execution, right? Even even if we take something like setting up our uh, you know our conversation today, mm-hmm. you were all about execution, right? Give me a day, give me a time, let's do it. You know, right. not dragging it out, you know, not maybe, not we'll see. Mm-hmm. So what what is it about you that's just always execute?
2: It's holding myself accountable because I expect the same thing from other people. I'm booking interviews on a regular basis and I know what it's like. To drag somebody and be yeah. like, uh, "Let's do a ring check uh, next week, uh, next month." Well, you said that last week. You said that last month. Yeah, I know what that's like. I've been. And it the- really don't take that long, bro. It yeah. really don't. And and <laughs> I've been stood up for interviews before. Okay, I have it, too. It, it it don't take that long. People act like they're so busy. Listen, man. You can make it happen if you want to make it happen. I don't care how busy you are. You choose who you want to talk to. Yeah, I promise you. At the end of the day, you talk to somebody. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it, you're not that busy. You yeah. are busy, but you're not that busy. You well, ain't got you,
0: maybe you're busy, but not productive, and you're not prioritizing
2: right. what it is you need to do. Because right. watching Netflix isn't busy. <laughs> exactly, you know? it's really not. Yeah. You got to. It's time management. You know, um, you make time. Even if you got to call an audible, you got to make a play, adjustment. You still made time. You got it done. You didn't procrastinate to next week, next month. Like yeah. I told you, tomorrow and I promise, man, what if I missed the opportunity and I'm not here next week? Well, well, I missed my opportunity to share what I had because I was too busy procrastinating. You know what I'm saying? So you have to always take the initiative to make the plans work, execute them, you know. Um, and it's and works better in your favor that way, yeah. because that's you're on to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? You're on to the next thing. Think about the most successful person as far as like actor wise that you can think of. Those people don't even have realistic lifestyle. Think about it. they're working on two three films at one time, learning two three scripts at a time. I'm talking if you're a good actor, you got like key roles. I'm talking dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> you learning books. And then you got to keep yourself in shape. You got to work out 5 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. And then you got to do press. You got to do interviews like this. You're on a plane. You're going city to city. Hey, look, mm-hmm. uh, I got, you ever seen, what's the movie uh, with Kevin Hart? Uh, he just dropped it on Netflix not too long ago.
0: Oh, yeah, i seen it. Where, where he was, uh,
2: like, killed somebody or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that lifestyle, that was a yeah. good example, right? Because when he was on the road, he's on the bus. He's like, okay, you got to do this radio interview. You got to do this photo shoot. You got to do blah, blah, blah. I mean, those guys almost got no time to breathe, yep. but they're still making it happen. You know what I'm saying? So not everybody cut off for that, you know, but at the end of the day, you say you want to have the success that they have. You need to learn how to be cut out for that because that's what's going to come with it.
0: So you you got an amazing show and you're growing. You're doing a lot for the community, a lot for the people. Still being, you know, taking care of home at the same time. You still got a wife right. and a family to take care of. Right. What, what what other things do you have coming up in the near future? People should look out for.
2: Um, I guess I'll go ahead and tell you. I'm working on a new book. Um, wait, a new a new book? Yeah, a new book. I'm working on a new book. <laughs> actually, congratulations,
0: I, man! In advance.
2: <laughs> I appreciate it. So I've been working on this book. It's 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 a book series actually. Okay. And, um, a lot of people have been requesting that I do some kind of books about p- podcasting and things of that nature. I mm-hmm. thought about it. You know, I'm not sold on a 100 yet, but we'll see. God willing, that's what something I could do to help other people. I will. Um, so as far as what I'm working on, still working on growing the podcast, um, just building the brand, man. That's what it's about. I'm building the brand every single day building the brand and you know the more i grow the more i grow the less it is about me you know and i think that's why the formula works so well it's not about me at all it's really about the values and the lessons that's going to be learned to help other people and i find that i would do it for free you know what i'm saying i I don't really care about nothing else i'm really just here to help other people that's your purpose and When you find your purpose, however you can achieve that purpose um, in life, that makes life worth living. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you know, I'm walking in my purpose. Um, A lot of people have no ambition because they don't know what their purpose is. And so for anybody that's out there listening and you want to know how to find your purpose, it's very easy. It's not complicated. This This is how you find your purpose. Whatever it is that you would do for free to help others and feel good doing it is your purpose. It's that simple. It's that yeah. simple. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Because when you're when you're doing something and you're making other people feel good, but you also feel good making that person feel good. Yeah. That's a win-win-win. Everybody wins. And then what happens is eventually. Your purpose is gonna drive your success. You're gonna start getting paid yeah. to make other people feel good. Entertainers they do it every single day. Basketball players, athletes, they yeah. love playing basketball. But at the end of the day, they got people that you paid to do they, what they love. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they're walking in their purpose. In the purpose. You know, you can't still you, you can't tell uh Curry that he ain't living in his purpose right now, playing basketball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that's what he was meant to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's that's what his purpose is. I'm was. glad
0: you shared that because a lot of people struggle with finding what their purpose is. And we we use this word a lot, like, you know, find your purpose, follow your passion. Mm-hmm. But what about the person who doesn't know what their passion is? And it almost makes them feel, you know, useless because I don't know my passion.
3: Right. Well, you
0: just gave an, an amazing clue and insight into mm-hmm. how, to, how to solve that issue and find your passion and your
2: purpose. Right. Absolutely. And then, you know, another thing about finding your purpose, if you're having challenges trying to find it, first, I would say pray. And even after prayer, you're still struggling. You need to do more. That's just simply what it is. Did you know that sometimes your passion hasn't been discovered because you haven't did what you needed to do to find out what it is yet? Some Mm -hmm. people put themselves in a box where, like, okay, I'm going to be a football player. Okay. You're going to play on every football team, but that's not truly your passion. Let's say yeah. your passion is art, but you're too busy focused on football. So you don't give yourself that opportunity to even explore your art. You got people that's been telling you your whole life, man, you can draw. Man, sure. I ain't never seen yeah. nobody draw like you. No, like, you can just man. do it without even trying. You playing football, though. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Because So now you have shelved your passion and didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. And then one day when you're not playing football no more, you pick up that that pencil and that pad and you start drawing and then you realize how much it's like therapy. See, that's what they call it. They call it therapy. therapy yeah. So now it's your therapy when really it was your passion from day one.
0: From day one. And, and you've just been overlooking it. But I like that, man. You got to try. You got to do more. And, yeah. and it's going to lead you to uh, your purpose. Right. So, look, I got something I like to do on every show. It's called Success Leaves Clues Podcast. So i like to point out a couple of clues, and I'm quite sure um, the audience will, will pick up a whole lot more because you shared a whole lot with us, and I appreciate it. No problem. Um, so so one, one thing I noticed, you talk a lot about, one, you just finished talking about your purpose and, and finding and walking in your purpose. Um, you, you talk about manifestation, but not in the typical and standard way, but in a faith-based way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important for the audience to realize that, you know, they can they can tap into their faith and and just become, you know, such a stronger and better and all around, you know, better person by tapping
2: into, you know, that belief system. And can I something. say something about that really quick? Yeah. Yeah. You just made me think about something. You know, a lot of people that may not understand what it is I'm talking about because maybe they wasn't. Um, brought up in church or they wasn't focused on God and that kind of aspect or, you know, that way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, When people are out here, they're talking about believing in the universe and they say the universe brings things to you. If you do X, Y, Z, the universe is going to make it happen for you. You have to remember who created the universe. And so you following whatever set of rules that you have
1: Visit EnergyCitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.
2: We're the creator of the universe, and he's not going to stop making it work because that's what you believe. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. These are laws still apply. It's a universal law, but he yep. created it. Yep. So if you call it manifestation, that's what works for you. I want you to understand that it's still called faith. You yep. might not believe faith yep. in God, but at the end of the day, you're still using the technique. You get what I'm saying? It's it's no different than someone learning karate. I mean, if you're still kicking (laughs) and (laughs) you're still punching and you're still doing it the way that someone does and studied karate, does it? It's still karate. You might not call it that, but it's still what it is. Yeah, I was saying it's laws, right? Just like the the law of gravity. You can now believe in it all you want to, but jump off that building,
0: gravity's working. The law law still works. So, no matter whether you believe in it or not. But then the, the other thing that you really brought up was um, how, how you just not only engage, but just keep pushing. And you, you do that by having execution, right? So it's, it's execution that just really gets you out of that comfort zone and says, look, I'm going to take some form of action and I'm going to keep going so right. those, those are just three I mean you gave a whole lot I know the audience is going to pick up a whole lot more mm-hmm. but um, I'll have all your links in the uh, description I want everybody to check you out on your social media on your website definitely check out the show um, you got anything you want to share with
2: them hey put God first and watch him shake up your life that's all I got to
0: say amen that's it. that's the way to end it the way shake to end it, it out
1: I want to remind
0: everybody, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Until next time,
1: Success Leaves Clues Podcast. Appreciate you, man. Thank you.